my brethren, what a joy it is to come and be with you on this day and share with you a little from the Word of God. Morning after morning, I want to share with you on the goodness of God. One of the things that I believe we need to do more of is to give God praise, to glorify Him. I don't mean just making noise or jumping up or carrying on to magnify the Lord. So today, I want to begin a series of devotions that I've given the title, Oh, Magnify the Lord with me. Could you do that? I want you to follow along as I share with you reasons why we should magnify the Lord. Why you should magnify the Lord with me. B.B. McKinney wrote the song, Glorious is Thy Name. Based on Nehemiah chapter number 9 and verse number 5, he says, Blessed be the glorious name which is exalted above all blessings and praise. In the first stanza, he said, Blessed Savior, we adore Thee. We Thy love and grace proclaim. Thou art mighty, Thou art holy, glorious is Thy matchless name. The second stanza, Great Redeemer, Lord and Master, Light of all eternal day, Let the saints of every nation Sing thy just and endless praise. And he says on the chorus, Gloria, Gloria, Glorious is thy name, O Lord. Glorious is thy name, O Lord. Today, we want to bless the Lord. And I want to say, God, we bless you for who you are and for what you have done. I call your attention to 1 Peter chapter 1. And I want to read from verse 3 to verse number 9, where this man of God is speaking of reasons why we should bless God. Some of the reasons that he blessed the Lord. So he says in verse 3 of 1 Peter 1, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy had begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Wow, that is deep. That's deep stuff. He said, To an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, that faded not away, resolved in heaven for you, for us, those of us who know the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. We have an inheritance. This inheritance is incorruptible. It is undefiled, that it faded not away, and by the way, it is resolved in heaven for us. Verse 5. Who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, 
if need be, ye are in heaviness, true manifold temptation. Look at verse 7. That the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Whom have I not seen ye love, and whom, though now we see him not, yet believe in, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. The psalmist, he wrote in Psalms 103, verse 1 to verse number 12, he said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Number two, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with love and kindness and tender mosses, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagle. The Lord executed righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy towards them that fear him. As the east is from the west, so far had he removed our transgressions from us. God, we bless you for who you are and for what you have done. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. When we wake up in the morning and we find ourselves alive, I believe the first thing and the best thing that we can do is to begin to praise God. As I look at this passage in 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse number 3, he said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. This verse seems to be the leading key verse of this letter that Peter wrote. It is as though Peter is saying, I am praising my God for all he has done for me and for all the great blessings he has bestowed upon me. Peter goes ahead and he named these blessings. Surely you and I can also thank God for the many blessings that he has blessed us with. What are those blessings Peter mentioned in light of this passage? Let me see if I can share them with you day after day. Number one, he talked about the blessing of his abundant mercy. 
Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy had begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Now, I don't know about you, but when I think of the word mercy, I think of the kindness of one shown in the place of justice towards an offender. When I think of the word mercy, I think of compassion. I think of forbearance. It is to withhold from one what he or she deserves. But Peter used a word to describe his mercy from our God. Peter calls it abundant mercy. Abundant carries the meaning of large quantity, plentiful, rich, great, abounding. It means to have plenty of something. In this case, mercy. Question, do you ever stop and think of God's mercy towards you? Why should God take any notice of you and I? Why? We have no claim upon him at all. None, absolutely. We did not love him. We were sinners sinning, enjoying ourselves. For we are told in Romans chapter number five and verse number eight, but God commendeth his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So there was not anything good in us that caused God to die for us. These days when you want to adopt a child, you want to find out what are the good qualities in this child. Oh, but there was nothing good in us when God sent his son, the Lord Jesus, to die for us. We were sinners, his enemies against him. In Romans chapter 5 and verse number 10, he says, For if when we were enemies, whose enemies? The enemies of Jesus Christ. We were reconciled to God by the death of his son. Much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Now, I don't know about you. This is causing me to be excited to see how God has lavished his mercies upon each and every one of us. And look who he did it to. Not that there was any good in us, but because there was not any good in us when we were no good. And Peter said, this is something to bless God for. Our Father, in the name of Jesus, hallowed be thy name. I bless you, dear God, for your abundant mercies upon our lives. For if it were not for the mercies of God, we all would be consumed. God, if we would have to pay for our sins, oh God, we'd be hopeless. But we thank you, Lord, that you, oh God, in your justice, give us mercy. Bless your people as I share with them reasons why we should praise you. And God, help us to be conscious of these things. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you, brethren. Do have a great day. I'll be back next morning to share with you what Peter was talking about that we must bless God for. Please share this devotion.